When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hello, guys. You're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi, guys. You're really welcome to this channel, NarcCon. On this channel, we look at all things in relation to the narcissistic personality disorder in order to understand it, recognize it and to heal from any interaction you may have had with a narcissist whether in a primary relationship or in the workplace, familial or with a friend. So guys, today I'd like to cover 10 things that really narcissists do not like you to do. Um, They're kind of repellent to narcissists. It can help in your education in relation to understanding the narcissistic personality disorder. If you're going to adopt any of these suggestions or explanations of what the narcissist doesn't like. Be very, very careful that you're safe, that the narcissist isn't also a psychopath or someone that you're afraid of, and that it's used with discretion in a situation probably where you know who the narcissist is, you know that you want them away from you, you're fed up dealing with them, And this would be more like a repellent to them. So let's get into it. Let's go through the list because it will open up um, your education on what a narcissist is and how they operate and why they think as they do. So let's get into it, guys. Um, Okay, so the first thing I've written down is one of the things the narcissist absolutely hates is you not reacting the way you normally react, the way you usually react. And I said in a video just past there that you are the narcissist's supply if you're the primary source of supply or if you're someone that they're really honing in on for their supply. You're like a vending machine to the narcissist and they know that if they push certain buttons, they'll get what they need out. They'll get the chocolate bar or the cup of coffee that they have ordered because like clockwork, they pull your triggers and you deliver the goods fuel to them. In other words, the reaction, a predictable reaction. So if they don't get that predictable reaction, they'll be standing there kicking the vending machine and shouting at it and being totally discombobulated. Or they may try a few other buttons, but if they still don't get the predictable reaction, that really annoys a narcissist. Because remember, they're omnipotent. They believe that they know you inside out and that they have to control you. So this is a big alarm bell going off in a narcissist's head. If you are unpredictable and do not react the way you have always reacted. And is that easy to do? No, not unless you're actually well educated on narcissism and you've withdrawn emotionally and you're prepared to withdraw further from your said narcissist. 
Something like a reaction that wouldn't be normal would be, for instance, and this, again, you have to be careful doing this. You have to make sure there's somebody there or don't do it. If you have a narcissist raging at you and, you know, calling you all these wonderful names that they have for you in particular, um, and they're raging at you and they're gesticulating and there's spit coming out of their mouth, you can nearly see the little horns coming up. Sorry, it's not a funny subject, but you have to make light of it sometimes. And the old eyes go black and you start laughing. I guess you can uh, tell that that wouldn't go down too well. So again, it would be hard to do. But if you were used to and totally unemotional in relation to knowing that this person, you know, not taking it personally and knowing that this person was a narcissist and the rage was there to frighten you and to make you submit and to control you and you start to laugh and titter at them, um, you can imagine the result. So again, be careful with this one because however bad we know the narcissist can be, they can always be one step further. So let's just say this is maybe a more lighthearted look at, you know, how you would like or what you would like to do with a narcissist. Some of the things we can do, some of the things we have to exercise extreme caution if we're thinking of doing them. Okay, a second thing that the narcissist really, really doesn't like. If you say they're giving you the usual old insults, you know, about how bad you were and that you're you're the cause of climate change and you're the cause of everything disastrous in their life. And if it wasn't for you, they'd be absolutely great and they would be living in, in a castle and life would be fine and dandy. So if you don't take what they're saying personally, and hopefully at this stage, when you've been called a crazy and, a you know, a drunk or whatever looper you've been called because they do have a choice vocabulary in relation to insulting people. If you can stand back and you say to the narcissist um, that you're very sorry that there is something within them making all this negativity come out towards people um, and that hopefully they can sort out whatever's wrong with, within themselves so they won't have to be you know, taking it out on other people all the time. Well, they do not like that. That does not go down very well. You're going to have a narcissist having an epileptic fit when you say something like that to them. Because what you're essentially doing is putting up a shield and saying, no, I'm not taking any more of your shit. That's your shit. Look in the mirror, take it off somewhere else. You have a lot of ne negativity going on and I don't want anything to do with it. So that's totally not playing the narcissist's game. I mean, at that stage, I would see them packing their little suitcase and heading off down the road into the sunset. Anyway, a combination of all these things will definitely, if you want to get rid of your narcissist um, and there's not more pressing things that they need to stay with you for, more things that they're after are on the agenda. These things will really, really piss the narcissist off big time. The next one, guys, is when the narcissist is doing their usual critique of you and then they're saying, everybody thinks this about you, Paula. Everybody says this. Everybody knows this. And you're kind of thinking, who is this everybody? So you say to the narcissist directly, everybody. Who is everybody? Name who 
said that. The narcissist has left. My sister said that. Now, the sister may have said that, but that may have been after the narcissist giving a total false account of you and basically telling lies about you. But once they've had received validation from someone that their false story was true, they'll be looping it back at you as everybody. Tom, Dick, Harry, Joe, Mary, Joan, Paul, July, August, September, everybody. It's a figment of the narcissist's imagination. Everybody and always are words narcissists very often use to belittle you, to make you feel that what they're saying is true and to make you feel very uncomfortable when you go out or socialise in the same groups you've always socialised in because they really do try and do a job on you with everybody. The next thing I have down is if you, when the narcissist has given you word salad and word salad to anyone that doesn't actually know the name of what they've been going through is when the narcissist is asked a direct question and it's often an accusation that you may have the facts for. So you may have you may have video footage of them getting into a car with a woman that they're meant to be having an affair with, or you know for a fact that they are, and you say to the narcissist, um, I, I know that you're having an affair with so-and-so and you were seen getting into the car at this stage and I've had a detective on you and they know. And the narcissist will, of course, deny it immediately. But the other thing that they will do is they'll go on what we call an Alice in Wonderland word salad and they'll start to talk about everything except what you've asked them about. And they will eventually turn it on to you anyway and start to blame you and say, I'm so unhappy with you and I'm so this and I'm so that. But they'll also start then maybe saying, well, the Christmas present you gave me two years ago, I'm not happy with. So (laughs) sorry, sorry guys for making light of it. But that's what word salad is. It's talking essentially off topic and about everything and anything that's not to do with the topic to get you to go down rabbit holes with them so that you won't focus on the topic in hand. What they really hate is if you don't go down the rabbit holes, let them go down the rabbit holes and then stop and say back to the topic and you go back and you repeat the same question if you have a question or a statement Coolly, calmly and collectedly over and over again until they either eventually answer you or again, they're packing their little suitcase and they're heading out the door. The next thing I have down is. This is this is an interesting one now, and it's a good way sometimes to know if you're with someone who's not all about you, you know, who who doesn't have your best interests at heart. If you've been in particularly in um an intimate relationship or even in a family, I'd say, and with friends, if if you take up a new hobby and get very interested in something um, that's benefiting you, narcissists don't like you doing this because one, it's taking attention away from them. Two, it's showing that you have some agency about yourself, some self-agency where you're actually living your own life And it takes away that brainwashing opportunity they have to bring you fully under control because you may be getting validation from the feelings you get by doing something new or learning something new. So 
your new interest or new hobby can be a threat to the narcissist. So if they're putting things in your way of maybe doing your hobby, um, maybe puncturing your car tires as you're going to the class, all these little things that just seem to happen when you actually need to go to make meet your commitment. These are all signs or they actually say they don't like you doing it or they don't think it's good for you to do it. Um, that you could be with a narcissist. They don't have your best interests at heart. They have their own. Now, having said that, at different stages of the relationship, if the narcissist is grooming a new supply, your hobby may be encouraged and you can be totally off, you know, thrown off, skilter, off kilter by that and say, well, that's not really equating. I mean, <laughs> he or she seems, they seem delighted that I'm taking that new hobby up. I mean, they can't get me out the door quick enough. They've actually said, would I not take a second class in it? And then you go, uh-uh, because there's something going on in the background. The narcissist wants more free time to uh, groom a new supply. Now, if you want to get rid of the narcissist, you want them to walk out without hassle, which believe me, some people actually do, um, then it's a good sign that they're encouraging you to go to your new hobby. You have to, I know, you know, you have to, you know, one behavior alone is not enough to define the fact that you might be living with a narcissist or had been in a relationship with a narcissist. It's a combination of different behaviors over a period of time that will give you an indication that you were with a narcissist besides listening to your gut, as well as these uh, YouTube channels. So I think I have number, this is number six. Okay. So if your narcissist is very invested in you doing something like a, a major life change. So if they're very invested in pushing you quickly to move in with them, to marry them, to have a child with them, or to go into business with them or something of that nature that's very committal on your part and you want to postpone it, they will withdraw to a certain extent until you come back towards them trying to make it right and maybe getting you to agree. They will use a series of manipulations at that stage. They will not be impressed if they've actually been vulnerable enough to you to ask you, they won't ask you as such, but to push you towards doing something and you, how dare you, you know, how dare you actually say that you want to postpone it. You want to postpone marrying this God, you know, or you want to postpone, you know, moving in with this amazing ding dong person. Um, that does not go down well at all, as you can imagine. So be aware of that. Anyone that doesn't you know, treat you with respect when you say you'd need a little more time, um, please, is that's a big red flag, guys. They don't like that at all. So the next thing I have is, oh, they don't like this at all. Oh, oh, oh. Let's sit down and sort out our finances. Mm -mm. Sorting out finances when you realize that your finances are depleted instead of increasing when there's two of you together, maybe, or you seem to be the one paying with your friend for everything and she or he's always leaving their wallet behind or even their phone is on the blink at this stage. There's the wallet, the, leaving the wallet behind isn't really enough an excuse these days when people have phones. But whatever, 
the app's not working, whatever excuse they come up with, you're the one paying, you know, for more things. This usually happens in a kind of a, a family setting or a couple setting. They don't like that at all. They don't want to look at the facts. They don't want you to look at the facts. They will not be held accountable. And remember, a supply to a narcissist has to provide the maximum output. And that's in every facet and in every area. So they will be wanting the monetary benefit of being with you. In other words, they'll be hiving off money to save money while you'll be paying most of the bills, etc. So that's a big no-no for them. Here's another one, guys. If you, when a narcissist is trying to bring you back under control or to punish you for something, they will run a series of mini discards on you. That is, they will either ghost you for a few days, not answer their phone, not answer texts, or say, actually say that they're leaving you or have an argument and leave and not be contactable and then come back a few days later. That's a mini discard that's to bring you into line. And usually people are so distraught, you know, that might be the first time you've ever had a major argument with this person and you've lived with them for six months or it might be the second time it happens or whatever, but they've left you in an inexplicable circumstance because you were getting on great and all of a sudden, boom, they're gone. So you're left grasping at straws. Uh, they don't answer the calls. You're wondering what the hell has happened to them. You ring the hospitals maybe thinking that they must be, they must be dead. I mean, why would they not be answering you? So all these things you will naturally do being a normal person and in this kind of unusual circumstances you're shocked you start to chase you start to ring their friends you ring their phone incessantly maybe you leave text messages you get the picture if you don't do that and by gosh if you're so lucky to know about narcissism and that's why we need to like share subscribe but definitely share the videos if you're lucky enough to know and you don't react to the mini discard, i.e. you don't chase after them, you don't wonder where they are and you don't give it any attention whatsoever and you go about your day as normal. So even the flying monkeys can't report back that oh, Paula's there, you know, drinking 50 bottles of wine and smoking 20 cigarettes. Um, she's really worried where you are and you know it's really affected her. That's what they want to know. They want to know them leaving um, has an, a bad effect on you. They want to know that you will chase them. So they want to know how much control they have over you. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing that for primarily. So if you don't do it, they don't like that at all. And I have two more here, guys. Um, if you start to care for a family member, say that gets sick, and you have to spend a lot of time with that family member or they have a problem. You're taking you're taking the basic essential supply, like you're taking the food out of the narcissist's mouth by spending time away from them, by not being available at their beck and call all the time. They have less less control over you. And remember, you are an extension of them in their minds. They own you. So you're effectively like leaving your job. And going to another job by looking after a family member, taking time, attention, control and power away from the narcissist. By doing that, they see you as a traitor 
not that you have to look after your family member. You are a traitor to them. So that's another observation you can make if you've just started to live with a narcissist or you're a year or two in and you're wondering and they get really pissed off when you have to look after one of your family members or friends. And the last one, the last one, and it's a pretty obvious one, guys, is when they start at you, or they start giving you trouble or actually in general, in general, you get up and you walk away. You get up and you walk away. And that would be the final. You can do that in, in little ways, you know, on a daily basis. But hopefully you'll do it in the final and only way and you will get up and you will walk away. And when you've walked away, you'll continue to do the work because you have to keep walking away and you have to walk into your own life. And then the narcissist is most mega pissed off. But at that stage, you don't worry about what the narcissist is doing or what the narcissist is thinking. You can glance back when you're way, way further down the road to see how they're getting on. Sometimes that gives people closure. Sometimes they like to see the narcissist getting their karma. But at the end of the day, if you're happy in your own life at that stage, walk away and close the door. I hope that was of benefit, guys. And I'll see you again soon with another video. Thanks. Take care. Bye.